Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...to that unfortunate young woman. But there is one gap which your lordship must fill up. One mystery which is as yet unrevealed. I allude to the incidents of that fatal night when... Even if Harriet escaped innocent from this house, she, by some strange combination of untoward circumstances, lost the confidence of my father, her husband, and appeared guilty in his eyes. And yet she was innocent, exclaimed the Marquis emphatically. Listen, Prince, to what I am about to say. The old woman to whom you have alluded inveigled Harriet to my house, and, I confess, by my instructions. I knew that she was married, but the old woman told me not to whom, even if she knew. She did know, remarked our hero, but the marriage was kept secret, and I never asked the vile procuress any particulars concerning it, interrupted the Marquis. All I coveted was Harriet's person. I cared nothing for her connections or circumstances. The young mother came hither, with her child in her arms. One of my female servants took the babe from her, and locked her in a room where she expected to find the woman whom she believed to be her friend. But she was alone with me. She knew me, and the conviction that she was betrayed flashed to her mind the moment her eyes met mine. Then she fell upon her knees and implored me to save her, to spare her. I was inflamed with wine, maddened with desire, and I heeded not her prayers. I attempted to reason with her, but not all the tempting offers I made her, not all the promises I uttered, not all the inducements I held out, could persuade her to submit to my wishes. I was already a widower and I even swore to make her my wife, so soon as a divorce could be obtained between herself and her husband, if she would become my mistress. No, she wept and shrieked, she prayed and menaced, she grew violent and imploring by turns. At length, for I must tell you all, I had recourse to violence. I was no longer able to master my passions, but she resisted me with a strength and energy that surprised me. I was completely baffled, and Harriet remained innocent. "'Thank God! Thank God!' exclaimed Markham, fervently clasping his hands together. "'Yes, my lord, she remained innocent,' continued the Marquis, "'and 
when i myself grew more cool i felt ashamed humiliated cast down in the presence of that young woman who had preserved her virtue from my violence the first who ever entered that room and conquered me i suddenly experienced an admiration for her such as i had never known till then on behalf of any female i approached her in my turn i became a suppliant but it was for pardon i deplored the outrage i had committed i went upon my knees to ask her forgiveness my child she suddenly exclaimed as if awaking from a profound reverie i rang the bell and received her child at the door in my own arms i carried the babe to her she covered it with kisses and my manner touched her for she declared that she would pardon me if i never molested her more i called heaven to witness the sincerity of the oath that i then pledged to observe this condition two hours had thus elapsed and when she was composed i rang the bell and ordered a hackney coach to be fetched when the vehicle arrived i escorted her to it but as i handed her down the steps of the front door a gentleman who was passing at the moment caught sight of her countenance harriet he exclaimed in a voice of mingled astonishment rage and despair my husband she cried with a wild shriek and she would have fallen on the pavement had i not caught her in my arms sir i said to the stranger this lady is innocent although appearances may be against her innocent he repeated in a tone of bitterness and grief innocent when she comes calmly from the house of the marquis of holmesford and sinks into the marquis of holmesford's arms no i am not to be deceived harriet vile woman i cast you off for ever and with these words the stranger hurried away alas that was my poor father said markham the tears trickling down his cheeks i had no opportunity to explain the circumstances that had occurred continued the nobleman after a pause your father disappeared with the rapidity of lightning and the moment he was gone harriet burst from my arms evidently in pursuit of him i was so bewildered with the suddenness of these events that i remained transfixed as it were to the spot at length i hurried down the street after harriet but i could not overtake her distressed beyond measure i returned home vented my wrath upon the old woman whom i loathed as the authoress of this misfortune and drove her from my house the wretch wrote to me afterwards and even endeavoured to obtain an interview with me but i would never see her more and did your lordship lose sight of poor harriet altogether asked richard i once received a letter from her was the reply i think it must have been about a year after the occurrences which i have just related she wrote in a mild and respectful tone declaring that the sufferings of her half-famished child could alone have induced her to apply for assistance to me i enclosed her a hundred pounds and desired her in my letter of reply never to hesitate to avail herself of my purse as i should not attempt to take any advantage of the assistance which i might render her but to my astonishment she sent back eighty pounds retaining only twenty and declaring in a brief note 
that she felt ashamed of being even compelled to accept that sum i never heard from her again but i gather from your highness's observations that she is no longer living she died unhappily miserably upwards of thirteen years ago said richard a strange combination of circumstances threw me in the way of her daughter the orphan whom she left about fifteen months ago and it was only last night that i discovered a sister in her whom i had known as catherine wilmot catherine wilmot exclaimed the marquis surely that name is known to me my sister was accused of a crime which the reverend reginald tracy had in reality perpetrated and i remember the occurrence full well interrupted the marquis when that exposure of the rector of st david's took place i was struck by the name of wilmot but i suspected not for a moment that the catherine wilmot who was concerned in that affair and whose innocence transpired so clearly was the daughter of poor harriet catherine markham for such is now her name said richard was for a period the victim of circumstantial evidence even as a combination of unfortunate circumstances had persecuted her mother before her yes it was evidence of that kind which ruined harriet in the eyes of my father but i shall intrude no longer upon your lordship unless it be to say that your candid explanation this day has gone far to retrieve the past in my estimation for oh my lord you can perhaps understand how welcome to me is the conviction that the mother of my newly discovered sister was virtuous and to her poor girl the assurance of her parents innocence will be joyful indeed everything is now cleared up and the narrative of catherine's parentage is complete its truth is proved by the fact that certain letters now in my possession are in the handwriting of my father and some which harriet also wrote correspond with a fragment of a note that the poor creature commenced on her deathbed and which has remained in her daughter's possession one link was alone wanting to make the history perfect the occurrence of that night which was so fatal to my stepmother's happiness that link your lordship has supplied and i thank you the prince then took his leave of the marquis scarcely had richard left the room when greenwood re-entered it from the back apartment his countenance was pale his manner was agitated what is the matter with you demanded the marquis astonished at his friend's altered mien your lordship cannot divine how nearly all that i have overheard concerns me was the answer and greenwood left the house abruptly we must leave the reader to imagine the joy that prevailed at markham place when the prince returned thither the bearer of those happy tidings which proved the legitimacy of catherine and the innocence of her departed but not unlamented mother End of section 91 Recording by Linda Johnson